Hey everyone, welcome to Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Brie Marie from livingbrilliant.com. I'm a blogger, online course creator, a mindset and success strategist, and now a podcast host. This podcast is all about how our mindset creates the reality of every aspect of our lives, from money, to relationships, to careers, to entrepreneurship, and even our health and wellness. I know firsthand just how powerful our mindset is, and just how easy it can be to get lost in the complexities of life. Through my own journeys with anxiety, a tough career transition, building a blog from scratch, and a super shaky start with online entrepreneurship, I've been able to connect with experts, coaches, entrepreneurs, and other bloggers from all around the world who are now excited to share their transformational stories and mindset shifts with you. So let's jump in. up everyone it's Bree and today's episode is going to be a little bit different it's actually a bonus episode so it's probably only going to be about 10 to 15 minutes but I wanted to share with you what my podcasting process was like up until the moment that I hit record when I first started my podcast I thought that basically I would just interview some of my friends that I had met online through blogging and through course creation and talk about our mindset shifts and then I would just upload it to a platform and that was it. And after doing about five episodes, I quickly realized that that was not the case at all and it was a very it needed to become an actual process to support my vision of what I wanted the podcast to 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 do. So I wanted to share with you what my podcasting process was like because a majority of the work actually takes place a few weeks and days before even hitting that record button. So like I said, this is just my personal process. Everyone is so different. I realized very quickly that I needed to create a more systemic way of doing things when it came to my podcast. And I've gotten a lot of questions from friends who wanted to start their own podcast. And most of them were like technical questions, like what kind of mic do you use? What kind of platform and like equipment and editing and all of those things, which are really good questions to ask. But a majority, they're good questions to ask, but I think the content is way more important than the production value. Like, obviously, you don't want your podcast to sound horrible and unbearable for headphone users. But for me, when I listen to a podcast, I'm way more focused on the actual content than I am if there's a beep in the background or a little bit of scratchiness or the Wi-Fi cuts in and out. Like, I'm more I'm more focused on like, what is this person actually saying? How is this adding value to my life? So that is why I created a process because I wanted to make sure that that was actually what I was doing for the audience. So let's go ahead and jump in. First things first. So whenever I have a potential person that I want to maybe have on the podcast, what I do is I 
connect with them via Instagram or Facebook or rarely email is my first contact, but usually it's like because we follow each other on Instagram or on Facebook. And so I will send them a really short two to 300 word pitch. If you want to get technical, it's kind of like an elevator pitch. And the way that I set this up is actually very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't just send them a message like, hey, I have a podcast. Do you want to be on it? It is, I'm very, why can't I think of the word? Like, I, there's a reason, there's a method to the way that I outline this pitch. So I always add a personal flair about what actually interests me about them. So I'll say something like, hey, I've been watching your videos or following along your 30-day challenge or whatever they have going on at the moment. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I really love the way that you speak to your audience. And I've always taken a lesson from Dale Carnegie, who wrote the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, which his third principle is arouse in the other person an eager want. And for everyone, that's a little bit different, but I like, let me use myself for an example. If someone was to be pitching me on to be on their podcast, my eager want would be that I want to share my story about anxiety. I want to talk about building Living Breely. I want to talk about blogging and I want to talk about course creation and specifically like my courses. So that is my eager want. So for others, it might be a coaching package or a course or a website or maybe an app or a product that they've created. So I really like to focus on that. And it's not that difficult to find out what someone is promoting at the time. If you're on their Instagram, if they're doing a good job, they're marketing their product or their coaching services very clearly. So you know what they're all about. And I know whenever I tell people Carnegie's third principle, like arouse that eager want, people are like, that's just manipulation. And it should be misconstrued as manipulation because we are both equally benefiting from them being on my podcast. I get to interview someone that I think is really awesome and they get to talk about something that they're really passionate about. So after I send them my little elevator pitch and they agree to, you know, being like, yeah, like I'd love to do it, I will usually send them an email. And in that email, I've included a media kit. And in that media kit, I talk about who I am and what I do and my purpose for creating the podcast. I also include maybe some tips and tricks for recording a podcast episode if this is their first time doing it. I include also like a very lucrative outline as far as like the podcast episodes are going to be 30 to 45 minutes. This is how much time we're going to spend on each topic. And just so they have a better outline of what it's actually going to look like. And also in that email, I also have a Google form. And that Google form is technically an application, but I don't like to call it that. Um, It's less than 10 questions, and it just helps me understand their business a bit better, collect all their social media and website links, because as you know, I put all of those in the description, in the episode description notes. 
And it also just helps me paint a more well-rounded picture for who they are, what their business is, who they serve, and what their interests are. And once I review that application, I schedule a about 15 to 30 minute phone call with the person. And this call is basically to review their application and talk to them about their story and how they got to where they are now. And during this phone call, I usually take notes in my notebook and I listen for keywords, phrases, or themes. And most likely, no one will be able to understand my notes. Like, they're not going to make sense to anyone else but me because it's just like random things that start popping up in my brain. But it's literally just a this phone call is just a conversation between two people. And I look for connections or situations or circumstances that I resonate with. Like, maybe this person also has anxiety. Maybe this person also was worked in corporate America and hated it. Maybe this person also um, had a blog and developed the blog into a business. So any way that I can connect and resonate with them is super important to me. And it also just makes the com- the conversation more fluid and and basically the entire podcast more fluid as well. And so this is where we also in this conversation, set a date and a time to record the episode. And I discuss promotion materials and how I promo. Um, I create all of the promotion materials that I put on my Instagram. So I usually tag them in those. And then like you can, I send them to them without like my gifts and like writing and all of that. I'm like, you can use these if you want. And then I really get into the logistics of how we are going to record and what to expect. And leading into that, I also tell them that within 48 to 72 hours, they should expect an outline from me. And this outline is my third step and the one of, I think, personally, the most important step of the entire podcast pre-recording. And the reason why this outline is so important is because I ask myself these three questions. So the first question that I ask is, what is my favorite quality about that person? How can I highlight that quality by the questions that I ask them? So I'm going to say that again. (laughs) How can I highlight that quality, my favorite quality about that person, by asking them questions that highlight that quality? Hopefully I rephrase that a little bit better. But I think it's really important to, if someone's very funny or articulate or maybe poetic in the way that they speak, I think that you as a host have to alter your presence to allow them to shine in in the episode and while you're recording. I think that that is very, very vital for the episode. The second question that I ask is, what is the theme of the episode? And this is where I draw back to what connected me to them, like what resonates with me with them is like maybe they have anxiety and maybe that is the constant undertone of the whole episode, which is another question. Part of number two is like, what is the one constant undertone of the whole episode going to be? Is it anxiety? Is it stress? Is it business? Is it meditation? Is it owning your own shit? Is it motherhood? You know, what is it 
that is a constant throughout the conversation that I just had for them, with them and what they really have a ton of knowledge about. So I really love to kind of outline that theme and it also helps me create the title. The most important question, number three, this is so important, is what value can this episode bring to the audience? So what are the key takeaways? How is this episode going to further someone's healing or or light that fire to start that blog or to start that business or to, you know, work on that relationship or to quit that job or to start a new career? So it's more about the impact that this interview is going to have on the audience. It's not, yes, sharing each other's stories, I think is super valuable and very important, but there has to be something in it for the audience. And that's not to sound like sanctimonious or ewy or gross, like people want to do things when there's value in it. And so I always like to think like, what is the valuable takeaway in this conversation that we're going to have? And how can I ask questions that highlight that value? So that is the most important question that I ask myself before while I'm outlining the podcast. So those are my three questions that I really curate the outline around. But I also like to collaborate with my guests. So I always send them this outline and I'm like, hey, this is what I have planned. Let me know what your thoughts are. It's definitely a collaborative effort. Like if they're like, I don't want to talk about that or I don't think that that's like, you know, the best version of myself that I can share or like I want to take this out or add this or I really like it or whatever the feedback is, like I'm always open to that because they know themselves better than I know them. And I want them to really talk about things that they're passionate about and that they feel comfortable talking about. So after I send over that outline, usually we try to record within that week. Sometimes it will be the following week. It really just depends on their schedule and my schedule. The real work starts the night before. So I always get eight to nine hours of sleep the night before. If I know that I'm going to be up early or I have to stay up a bit later past my normal working hours. Um, because I interview people all around the world. So sometimes like schedules, it just happens that way where I'll be recording an episode at 8 p.m. at night, but it's like the following day afternoon for them. So I like to make sure that I'm well rested, that I'm energized, and I'm drinking lots of liquid throughout the day. I've talked about this several times. I lose my voice when I talk a lot. And especially when I am projecting, like when I am recording a podcast episode. So I make sure to drink a ton of water to stay hydrated. I'll drink a cup of tea before I go to bed that night and just um, non-decaf tea basically the whole day. If you know me, I have anxiety. So I only have one cup of coffee a day as my caffeinated beverage and then everything else is uncaffeinated. I like to clear my schedule 30 minutes before the actual episode happens. So I usually block out for a podcast episode of the day that I'm recording about three hours. So one about 30 minutes before, about an hour and a half, 
to record and then an hour after. And the reason I block out an hour after is like I said, I project so much energy. My voice is usually shot. So I like to take an hour after I record to just get myself back into a rhythm, get myself back into equilibrium. So I will take my dog for a walk. I will go outside. I will try and just do something that really relaxes me. Maybe I'll take a quick nap or I will read or something, anything that really calms me and soothes me down. Sorry to kind of backtrack here. So 15 minutes before back before the the call is scheduled, I usually pull up my notes that I wrote during our initial phone call and kind of review them. I will go over their website, look at their social media again. Obviously, I've done my research like way prior to this, but it's always nice to get a little bit of a refresher of what their mission is and who they are and what they do and really like immerse yourself in it. And I pull up the outline and I make myself a cup of tea. I make sure that I have water next to me and I kind of just set everything up so I can seamlessly flow into a conversation. And I think it's really important for me as a host to also be to be in a good headspace and to be relaxed and calm and confident and know this is what we're going to be talking about because it also provides comfort for the guest and for the person who's going to be on your podcast. So that is all that I have for this bonus episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. My hope is that you guys got some valuable information out of it. If you're looking to start your own podcast or maybe you're just curious, maybe you've listened to a ton of podcasts and you're like, what is this process? Like, how do they find these people? How does the interview process go? Is this staged? Is it real? And 90% of the time it's real. There's nothing scripted other than the outline, um, which again, it's an outline. It's just bullet points. There's nothing really concrete in the outline. Um, I just thought that I would share that with you guys. I get a ton of questions asking me what my podcast process is like, how I started it. And like I said, you can easily find those answers on Google just by saying how to start a podcast and like millions of links and blogs and YouTube videos will pop up. But I think that it goes beyond just the production. It really is about the content that's included in the actual episode who you're interviewing, your chemistry with the person that you're interviewing, the types of questions that you ask, and really being able to highlight some of their best qualities. So that is just my process. That's just kind of where the place that I'm coming from. I think there's a lot, there are so many podcasts out there, and everyone's just different. And I think Whenever you're doing something that a lot of other people are doing, especially if you're a blogger, if you're an online course creator, if you're a podcast host or whatever, like if you're like in an underwater basket weaving club where there's like a hundred other people in it, you have to do what feels right for you and what feels comfortable and what you feel makes you really stand out. I genuinely care about the people that I bring onto the podcast. I've established a friendship with them. I care about their business. I want to see them succeed. And 
I have been on podcasts where I didn't feel that that was reciprocated. And so that was one of the things that when I created my podcast, I wanted to make sure it was a very clear to my guests is like I'm supporting your business because I support you and I support your vision. So just some food for thought. I think it's really important to always surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do and who inspire you. Which brings me to my next point. I am interviewing my dear friend Mira Jolie. She's coming up on Monday's episode and we chat about a lot of really interesting things that I haven't really talked about before on the podcast. So it will be cool to sit down and chat with her and she is a business and life coach from Los Angeles. She has a really interesting backstory to how she got to where she is now and I think that you guys will really enjoy it. I have only known Mira for a few weeks But I can definitely say that she is someone that I really, really admire and she inspires me every day to really own who I am. And I think the only way that someone can inspire you to do that is by owning who they are. And that's exactly what Mira does. So that episode will come out on Monday and I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. In the meantime, if you have any questions, you can shoot me an email at info at livingbreely.com. Find me on Instagram at livingbreely, and I'll get back to you. All right, hope you guys enjoy.